love, welcome back to the 1111 podcast. I'm your host, Cass, and this is a sign that you've been waiting for from the universe. Thank you for joining me again. Another Sunday, another podcast episode. I feel like we're getting up there in numbers, and I just want to say thank you. I'm so grateful for each one of you that listens, that gives me feedback, that sends me messages. I just, again, I always feel like this is just a conversation with a friend. And yeah, I'm just so grateful for you. So thank you for joining me. Today is a tough and vulnerable subject for me. I feel like it's also like a controversial subject only because it is so vulnerable. Um, Today, I want to talk about eating and our relationship with food and, um, you know, periods of disordered eating. And first of all, I'm not a professional. Um, You know, this isn't about having, um, you know, an identified eating disorder. This is just, you know, a vulnerable chat about periods of disordered eating that everyone has. Everyone goes through this, okay? So I want to make this subject not so vulnerable. Um, And I, I talk about this with all of my friends, you know, maybe not in this exact light, but definitely we've all agreed that like in periods of our life where there's high stress, or there's kind of low excitement, um, it's just correlated with eating more. Eating more, binge eating, eating bad foods. And I just really want this episode to kind of make light and make connection between a lack of pleasure and a lack of coping skills and how that's correlated to hunger. And just to go back, disordered eating is, you know, it's human. Everybody at some point in their life, and some maybe more so than others, have these periods of ultimately disordered eating. So basically, you're not just eating for the nutritional value. You're eating because that food is bringing you some sort of pleasure or comfort or maybe even like a way of self-harm in some way. Um, So again, just to differentiate that from eating disorders, which is like a diagnosis, um, eating disorders are, you know, need to be treated by a professional. Um, I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about disordered eating patterns that everyone experiences. If you're human, you've had a period of disordered eating, whether you know it or not. You know, you're just, um, you've had a stressful day at work, you come home and you open a bag of chips and your hand touches the bottom of the bag (laughs) and you're like, oh, cool. Just crushed a bag of chips. And, you know, whether you feel upset with yourself over that or not, you know, that, that kind of, um, that kind of, pattern right there is a disordered eating pattern. Like you're just mindlessly eating to provide you again, 
um, a pleasure or a comfort. What I really want to talk about on this episode is understanding what the underlying desire is because it's some kind of hunger. Like we have some kind of hunger, but I believe that the hunger goes beyond a nutritional value at some points in our life. And this has been said in many um, like books, many texts about, you know, our, a human relationship with food is that if you are emotionally overeating, then that means that you're starving spiritually. And for me, this is, it's so true. Like when I'm overeating or it goes both ways too, for me, when I'm overeating or not eating enough to meet my nutritional value, it's because spiritually I am starving for something. There's this like infinite longing for either more pleasure in my life, maybe like especially like right now, this kind of transition of seasons, like leaving the summer, going into the darker months as I call them. Um, I feel like I eat more because it, it brings me joy. Like I'm inside more. I'm not outside at the beach all day, like not really thinking about food. Um, I'm inside and, you know, I'm thinking about like my next meal, like <laughs> whether it be like a good soup, a chili or like a box of Halloween chocolates. Um, I'm thinking about that because it's something that's bringing me joy and it's something that's bringing me pleasure in a time of kind of quietness, in this time of longing for something more spiritually. And again, eating kind of just provides this temporary relief from either like emotional pain or spiritual longing. Um, it's just a way that you can feel either, and these kind of sound contradictory, but it's a way that you can either feel in your body, like you can feel full, you can feel fulfillment, you can feel pleasure by eating. That's kind of an in your body experience. Or food can also provide an out of body experience where you're experiencing like this mindless eating, you're just, you know, feeling this pleasure that kind of takes you out of the moment because you're so just focused on like the taste, the experience, um, and that can kind of provide an out of body experience. And I, again, I know that this is something that all of us do. We've all struggled with this at some point in our life. And if you say that you haven't, I don't believe you. <laughs> I don't think that you're maybe checking in enough between the connection of um, hunger and and spiritually wanting something more. And just to note that we're all doing the best that we can with what we have. So um, trying to not feel angry at yourself when you do overeat because we are just overeating as a way of providing and nurturing ourselves. Like it's a way I guess that we see as self-care like you know tonight we're just gonna stay in we're gonna eat pasta and chocolate cake and cookies and that is like the ideal Friday night in your 30s 
right? Like we're treating that as, you know, a way to provide and to nurture and to care for ourselves. So, you know, kind of trying to get rid of that anger the next day, if you feel that, that you like overate or you're like kind of feel nauseous, like just trying to, to get rid of the anger and actually just dig deep, dig deeper, know that, you know, we're having these um, disordered eating patterns because it provides an immediate pleasure. It's that immediate payoff that as a society, this is a different topic, but as a society, like, you know, that's what we want. We want immediate pleasure, whether it's opening your social media, whether it's binge eating something, you know, whether it's binge watching something on TV, we want immediate results and immediate pleasure. And I truly think that our relationship with food is also just connected to that now culture, like the right now immediate pleasure culture. And in this episode, I really don't have any advice. Like I'm not trying to Again, I'm not a professional. I'm I'm not speaking to eating disorders, but I just want this topic to be like less vulnerable and more understood that periods of disordered eating are human. But what can you do is check in with yourself in that moment and you don't have to stop yourself from eating. I'm not saying that either. I'm just saying check in with yourself and see what you're really hungry for. Like, what is the hunger, the spiritual hunger behind that hunger cue? And if you haven't eaten in six hours, like, obviously you're hungry. But if you're eating, if you're feeling hungry when you know you're not nutritionally lacking value, like if you just had a meal and now you're ready to, like, binge eat your dessert, like, you're not hungry. But you're hungry spiritually. And I just want to bring this to surface so that we can you know together we can ask ourselves what is the infinite longing behind this is it a comfort from stress is it that you know we're longing for more love we're longing for more belonging we're longing for more attention and we're longing to feel loved and to feel lovable Are we longing to kind of get rid of stress and anxiety? And for me, that's a big one. Like after a stressful 12-hour shift at work, I my reward to myself is like coming home and having like sometimes a glass of wine or sometimes a bag of chips or like a chocolate bar. Like to me, it's kind of a reward to take away that longing for you know, to feel stress-free, whatever it is and whatever, you know, the food is doing for you, I guess this episode is just about bringing attention to the underlying hunger, the spiritual hunger that I think in this now culture, in creating things that are so immediate and so fast, um, we've, we've then created this ultimate like underlying hunger this ultimate underlying longing for something deeper for a deeper connection for a deeper love for a deeper understanding I think the more that we give into this immediate pleasure 
um, you know, the le- the more we're taking away from ourselves of these deeper, intimate moments of pleasure, whether that's, you know, with a partner, with a friend, with a family member, spending time alone, walking in nature, whatever, you know, for me, picnics, having a bubble bath, whatever those like kind of deeper and less immediate sources of pleasure are, the more that we give into the immediate sources of pleasure, we're taking away from that underlying spiritual longing. So I hope this episode can resonate with you. Again, I know that we are human, so we have all had periods of disordered eating. Um, and I hope that you get maybe something from this episode, even just to check in with yourself and see where you're at right now in your relationship with food. And maybe we can work on this together. Like low key, a lot of the stuff I talk about on my podcast is still a work in progress for me. I'm not a professional and I do not claim to have everything under control. So let's check in together and notice our relationship with food and what that really means um, in our relationship with ourselves spiritually. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I'll see you next week.